We're in. We're back. End of the NFL regular season happening uh, as uh, as we're recording the show. Yep, that's correct. Oh, happy new year, everybody! Happy new year, twenty twenty three. Plenty excited for the new music that'll come out. All the all the good things that are bound to happen in this uh, in this year. <laughs> well put. I know you were excited when when the ball dropped you texted me oh, man i'm pumped man something about this year i'm just hyped i, I did I, now, I, now i'm gassing it a little bit but you i would know i was excited no no no, no. no you, you, captured, you so. captured that energy well you summarized that well rightfully so it's 2023 man it's it's gonna be a good year i think so i think so i think it's just the beginning of this this podcast too i think we're really gonna grow the brand and uh expand our horizons a little bit yeah i i agree with that Yo, I, I didn't even write it actually on my list. <laughs> I was, you were like excited for 2023 music. And then I lit. So, um, you know, the first typically Friday is a big release date for, you know, any any regardless of genre, pretty much uh, for music and, you know, for, for, for higher scale releases in the industry. And uh, so like this past Friday, I was like, oh, I should like I, I've been like really like sort of like not following enough of the new releases in terms of albums and records um besides like the artists who i know but so i i looked at this this time genius genius never fails they have a nice little album list album little preview so i was going through some of them holy fuck some of them are garbage <laughs> just one in particular was fucking terrible like new new albums you're saying brand brand new albums of 2023 yeah fucking already yeah oh my god fucking iggy pop has a new album do you, do you even know who iggy pop is no you don't need to know who iggy pop is <laughs> yeah yeah you would you would know who iggy pop was in 1981 but not <laughs> okay. you don't need to know his shit anymore what genre um he he was like a rock dude back in the day okay um I'm not sure. I'm probably if if there's there's any like seasoned vet listening to uh to the, to this episode, they'll they'll probably clown me. But I think he, he he. I don't think he was punk per se. Maybe he was a part of the Stooges, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was the frontman of the Stooges. Just like a weird, just like a just known for being like just like a weird fucking dude. And holy shit, <laughs> his album is so bad. Okay. Yeah. So that wasn't so worth it. Zero? I did listen. I did listen to a new one that wasn't. It was it was mediocre. I was actually surprised. And um it's it's a, a random rapper. Can you think of can you think of a random rapper? Do I know? Yeah, you know the rapper. And sort of old new um I would say he I'd say like early to mid 2010s was probably peak peak for him. Okay. I'm going to go on, I'm going to say Lupe Fiasco. It's a good guess a good guess and i still haven't listened we, we we talked about in the last episode um lupe's last album i think it came out right when we had uh restarted the podcast it was yeah. an oversight on my end as i had said i have not been up to date on the new releases as i yeah. should be but uh right. yeah drill music and zion it's apparently a good record who who drill music and zion was lupe's lupe's last oh, release oh, yeah, and, yeah. and a lot of those lists had had it in like their top fifty. I'm, try, I'm trying to think about the the one you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now not not Lupe. But that's a good that's a good guess. Um, yeah, not the I, same vibe as Lupe though. That is a pretty good pretty good guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a really good guess, but we, no, it yeah. different vibe. Okay, for sure, different um, vibe. Not like, have they been to jail? <laughs> I don't know. I've I've not uh, I've not seen his rap sheet. Because <laughs> there, there's there's been a lot of rappers that have like recently come out of jail, and they were popping. <laughs> 
No, no, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, you're talking about like like Kodak and stuff yeah, like that. Like, no, was no. it Chief Keef? Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 he's also not. He's he's similar, but he's like not like their. He's not even their level of fame. Like he's definitely a step below. But okay. like same level as like Lupe fame though, so that's why it was a good guess. All right. Um. I don't know who. French Montana. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't actually it, it was it was it was not terrible. Um it's called uh, the album's called like Coke Coke Boy 6 or something crazy. Okay. It's got it's got a lot of features on it, so it's not just him. It's it's not uh, it was not bad. Okay. It was not bad. No, good good to hear. I never personally listened to French Montana, so Nah. I not, always thought he was more of like a producer, like the DJ Khaled type guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's both. I think it goes sort of both ways on that. In terms, right, so that just came out. Like it had to be like. Yeah, last that was week. Friday. That was yeah. That was the what the fifth or whatever or the sixth. The sixth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Decent. Decent. But you know, we are excited about the releases of 2023. It's 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 it should be good because this is like even 2022, like still had some like you know some of the weird like COVID vibes a little bit so. Yeah. 2023 is like going to be like really I feel like this year where that's true we might get this sort of like artistic like reckoning um you know in a post post sick world yeah that well that's, that's a good take I I mean I I hope art like our favorite my favorite artists drop then if that's the case if, it, mm-hmm. if to participate or lead the way in that um like new new uh I guess awakening or renaissance, right? Mm-hmm. But Kendrick already dropped. I mean, Frank Ocean might drop, right? <sighs> Man, that'd so. be fucking tight. <laughs> well, Kendrick could actually come out with something. Remember, he came out with Untitled, Unmastered, the year mm-hmm. after. Um, Damn, right? Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, it was Pimp. Yeah, but yeah, they were like leftover tracks, I think. Was it? But, was it that? Yeah. Yeah, but he 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 has tons of music in the yeah. vault. Anyways, though, yeah, I, I like I like the perspective of of. 2023's projections yeah. so I, I I agree with you like 2022 there's COVID was def, like lingering a bit yeah I wonder though like did we were there like was COVID like a mainstream news like uh, thing in 2022 yeah it was right I think to a degree like Fauci was still like in the news every day and uh, people were there was there was a bunch of controversy that was in 2022, right? Yeah, I was gonna say you would know more than me. See, I think it was. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. Um, that was when they they kept on having the hearings with uh, Fauci and uh, mm-hmm. um, what's that guy, Rand Paul from Kentucky? Yeah, that that might have been 2021. But no, it, no, it, I think that was last year. You no, think it was 2022? Okay, yeah. so so you're yeah, right. You're you. right. I really do think that this is gonna be like a like we're just coming out of 20. 19 or, or 2018 when yeah it started like this is we're picking back up right here yeah except yeah it's like same energy except like now we've all been through that like collective trauma yeah shit. exactly that, that was pretty crazy man i mean we'll have to think back and mm-hmm. it'll it'll just be like weird like we did that yeah <laughs> but and i mean we got some great music we got some great music out of did, it so yeah. but um yeah i'm curious to see you know this sort of upward upward momentum going into going into 23 especially with some 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 really really powerful releases that that we've 
we've talked about and don't want to don't want to exhaust <laughs> you the listener yeah about uh about rehashing some of the things but um there was a couple things that i wanted to say and that i had forgot from last week um we talked to, we talked about vince staples i listened to i listened to ramona park broke my heart again mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it was no. it's not a no for me it, it like it was good how about paper cuts did that did you get rekindled to that song rekindled to it now paper paper cuts was nice yeah. um but like yeah i thought i i thought it's i thought it's a pretty tight record but nothing nothing really blew me away yeah i mean same here but i will say though that your take last time was that it, we get the same thing every time and i and i i remember i said mm-hmm. like you're kind of right but i think there was like a sort of more of a heightened perspective to his storytelling or to his you know just um dialogue of the album i i agree yeah after after the after i don't know if this is my second or third listen to it but at least most recent yeah it it, it definitely is more it's definitely more poetic i would say so than, yeah, than previous yeah. releases but in terms of you know comparing it to other records you know i don't i i don't think i would put it in put in the top five definitely not a top no, five I but top either. top 10 top 10 is fair for specifically for um you know a hip-hop album um yeah i, I, I put it in a top 10 but not not a top five and, and how about nas i listened to nas it was I, it's, uh, yeah what what was your thought let, let, let me hear I you think first. it was the same as as two and three yeah or two two <laughs> one and two i guess but one was yeah. like was probably the worst one in my opinion okay. out of all of them, and then two and three were kind of the same. I actually never listened. I, I didn't listen to, to to one or two. Okay. Oh, you didn't listen to two? No, but I listened. I listened to three and like got halfway through it and was like, it's it's not really doing much for me, <laughs> and then I well, just like turned it off. Actually, the production is is dope. He's got yeah. Hit Boy, I think. Yep. Yep. I think is Hit Boy on all three, all three yeah, of the records. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. He worked out a recipe, man. He shout out to Nas, but. He had one of his track. One of his tracks were called "First Time," mm-hmm. and he was. It was about like the, your first time listening to your favorite artists and like mm-hmm. how they became your favorite art or how when you realized they were like you were like whoa like this guy's amazing. And mm-hmm. he talked about his first times like the Michael Jacksons, the Marvin Gaye's, listening to all them, and then and then Kendrick like what he thought he said somebody was like oh yo this dude from Black Hippies like gonna be gonna be crazy. And uh, and and then at the end he was like, I hope this is your first time listening to Nas. <laughs> so I, and then you in like another that little tag track, there. What's that? I said you like that tag there. Yeah. And then in another track, he um, he said something similar, or it could, it could have even been in that track, but he was like, um, he said, I want to have like uh, old fans or like sixty-year-old fans, mm-hmm. um, whatever. Th- 30 year old fans and 16 18 16 year old fans yeah yeah i caught that bar too so i i like that and that's obviously why he's dropped four records in like two years (laughs) yeah man you talk you talk about prolific and you talk about a career god damn i mean you know he's been pumping this out since probably the late 80s right yeah i mean no no well he took a big break because oh really because my my, one of my friends he he knows the game like very well Nas very well the the Jay-Z Nas beef very well and Mm -hmm. by the way he alluded he had a uh, a bar where he was like he's like sometimes I call 
call Hove just to tell him this ain't over. Did you hear that? <laughs> I, I think I did. I think I did. That was funny. He's like <laughs> laughing because he's, you know, it's like joking around. But after he was done with Jay-Z, he came out with a, like one record, two records, and then they kind of, they kind of flopped or like they, they weren't, they weren't, he fell off pretty much. Was was this the 90s, 2000s? What, it was what are we in the, probably the late, well, let's see, Illmatic. Yeah, it was probably in the 90s, like late 90s, early 2000s. And okay. then and then he was like, his career was kind of over. Mm-hmm. He's just got, got it started again in like 2015, yeah. 2016. So like, I respect what he's doing. I respect how he's come back like this. But my friend says that he's like, he 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 wasn't motivated enough. Like he didn't really care. He was like, "Yeah, we I dropped like I dropped Illmatic. Like what yeah, the fuck else real. do you want?" And then, um, but now he's like got the recipe together, and he's like, like you know, look at it. I mean, that's business, just moving. Yeah. So uh, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, and and that's not to say that he's not making good music. He is making good music. It's just like for for me, I like. Was it that mind blowing? Uh, yeah, I agree. The hit boy, hit hit boy, you know, kills on the production too, and the production end of it. But like, I don't think any of his bars were like otherworldly. Like he's he's a pro. He, I mean, yeah. He, yeah. Like for me, it was like, um, you know, what you're gonna get out of Nas. Yeah. You know, it's, well, it's gonna he, be solid. And he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like a Nipsey hustle where he's he's trying to give you wisdom. Like he's trying yeah. to put you on the game. He's trying to tell you how to make it. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's good like even if it's not blowing your socks away yeah you know it's just uh it's it's good for the average listener i guess yeah shit you know what <laughs> i wanted to say okay yeah l- l- let me get back on uh vince staples i'll tell you who fucking blew my socks away <laughs> i like that I like, I like that Ooh. little expression that you threw in there um yeah I'll, t- I'll tell you about that but uh with with vince staples we, we forgot to mention um and I'm not sure. Did you know that he has a he has a TV show coming out? No, I, I didn't know that. But that's not surprising. Yeah, he's yeah. So we talked about how how fucking hilarious he was, how deadpan he is, and talented. Yeah, super talented dude. Yeah, he's he's gonna have a show coming out on I think Netflix. Oh yeah. Um, called the Vince Staples Show. Oh. Um, and I think it's gonna be like similar, similar to like in Atlanta in terms of like it's gonna be about um. It's gonna be loose. Actually, I guess it would be more comparable to Dave, Little Dicky show, in that it's it's gonna be loosely based off of his life, starring Vince Staples. It's called the Vince Staples. Show. It's called show. the Vince Staples Show. <laughs> yeah, and it's about uh, life in uh, uh, Long Beach. That's cool, man. I'll I'll tune in. You know that. that yeah. That, that, that that probably is gonna be really good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, and yeah, we, we were saying he's hilarious. So I think it's I think it's gonna be really funny. It was actually a pretty pretty interesting quote that the one article I read about it um, that came out in like September because I don't think there's a release date yet for it. Um, I think they have a trailer out for the first episode or something like that on on like YouTube or something. Maybe it was like a teaser that he was allowed to post or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the interview, he said he was like he's like all of those like like Beverly Hills Cops and like. I think the movie's called Snowfall. He said, like, there's a lot of these movies from, like, the 90s that, you know, make L.A. and, and Long Beach, you know, mm. make the hood look so fucking scary. And he was, he he described it in an interview. He was like, he's like, growing up in the hood, he's like, it's like 90%, 90% everything's okay. He's like, 7% 
like you're paranoid something's gonna happen mm-hmm. and then three percent of the time like shit could go down and yeah and so he's like sense. i want he's like i wanted to make a show about the 90 percent where everything like like nothing happens it's just life okay interesting yeah that's, that's cool yeah so i think that's i think that's pretty pretty sick and uh, i mean i've been i i also wrote down i mean like so now at least he joins what he'll be the fourth right or at least unless unless maybe maybe you can think of some more um of these these uh these hip-hop artists with their uh own tv shows shows yeah with uh with uh uh donald glover in atlanta gambino with atlanta uh action bronson with fuck that's delicious okay and you know his little vice run and shit i was missing that one then and then uh little dicky little dicky with dave which is also pretty funny you should watch it okay yeah, that'll be good, man. I, I, I'm I'm excited to see that in Staples. Um, yeah, and, and probably there probably there probably will be more. Um, like Kendrick might even do something. I mean, he he's yeah. really good with the camera, man. Uh, all his music videos, like he, mm-hmm. he knows how to do the sim- cinematography. Maybe it's not called cinematography in that case, but but like. Um, I yeah, guess just just the art of of film, yeah, uh, filmmaking. He's really good at. So, and then probably, I want to say a few other people have have thought about it too. I was gonna say. I mean, I guess you could th- you could even throw like fifty in that too. You know, with like power and shit. Maybe, but he's maybe, like a producer yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, or billions or whatever. I've all those shows were the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't they're, they're, they all have like one name. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's power. Well, Kendrick was an, an actor in in one scene. Remember. He was in, like in a, power. Maybe it was in power. Yeah, he, he was I, like I he was like a, a like a hobo like a homeless guy on the street. Oh really? Kung, he was Kung Fu Kenny, and he was really good. Like he was like whoa, like he he's like a really good actor. He could yeah. act. Um. So yeah, that's that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that'll be sick. That'll be sick. So who's the who's the artist that that blew blew your socks off? I was gonna say yeah. So this one this one was actually inspired. By Fantano, so Fantano also came out with his uh, his end of the year, you know, sort of raps, so to say, like we did on the last episode. Yeah, we looked at Complex, you know, B. Dot Miller on the last episode's lists of of rap albums and just rap uh, albums in general. Fantano, like, I mean, contra- controversial to a degree in terms of some of his takes on some of the you know more popular releases. Notorious, you know, against. Um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. Some of the Kanye records. Yeah, he, he was like uh, just a side joke on that. He says, uh, like I saw one one of his tweets. He was like, he was like something about my fans <laughs> saw me in the grocery store crying because I gave my beautiful dark <laughs> a twisted six or something. A six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's he, you know he's 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 obviously he's still a staple in the music industry. He's a he's. Uh, <laughs> He's a bit too meme for me at this point. Well, we should have done his... We should have went over his um, list. Yeah, it didn't come out when we had recorded, All though. Right. That was the only issue. That makes sense. Um, I mean, it wasn't even the new year at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, he had, he had some pretty good pretty good cuts on his. And, like, I, th- I think one of the really good things about him is that he really is so in tune with, with just releases and so many different genres of music that he goes through. So, you know, some of the records I had... Uh, most of them I didn't, I've never even heard of, let alone the artist. <laughs> so, mm. um, 
Yeah, so I was listening to some of those records that he had had, and I wanted to say, yeah, I don't want to, you know, just keep on going through all of these, you know, end of year lists, but um, he uh, he had Forever Story as his number two album. Forever Story. Jid. Jid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he had his number two. He had uh, <laughs> quite the emphasis there. I know. He he said it was phenomenal. So like well, he loved. I mean, it. that's what you said too. So, right? Yeah. No, no. You no. said it was. You said it was. You said it was right up there with. It's no, I said dropped. for for me for me I thought it was I thought it's a good record but I I I kind of like didn't get the appeal to it a lot. Um, I I think it was you know great production, a very you know a very well thought project. Um, definitely fit the bill of a of a big release that uh that was due for him as i said it doesn't really have the rawness that his his first two records have um which you know i think was the charm of of jet but he still has that because it because his lyrical his his lyrics are great and his flow is great on on this record too um well, but well, I missed I missed the rawness of the, of the previous releases that I think this doesn't have in terms because mm-hmm. I think the production is is even <laughs> some well, I would say a little like too clean too sharp, um, but it's still a really good record. I I no I didn't I didn't have it I wouldn't have had it that high. Yeah, I need to get, I need to go deeper into that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've listened to Jid. I I just I never really was a like a personal um, didn't didn't really appeal to me personally. Yeah, but but yeah, I know he's he's obviously talented. He's he's got bars, man. Yeah. But, so, uh, but who's number one on his list? <laughs> yeah. So number one was actually uh, Natalia Laforcade. It was a uh, she's she's a Mexican um, singer songwriter um, who's really great. Really, if you really want some nice peaceful music to listen to, definitely give that album a listen. Okay. I listened to a first. I only listened to like the first couple tracks, and it's it's just like. At least the first few were like like operatic at some points and just like really nice, just like subtle guitar music, which is, is really pretty. Mm. Um, yeah, so it was it was it was I thought it was a good. I don't, I don't know if it's number one worthy, but um, what genre is it? Uh, she's she's t- singer songwriter, so it's okay. like you know writing your own music, playing guitar and shit. Um. Yeah, so he had not uh, Natalia Lafourcade as as the number one, but he had uh, Big Steppers at thirty four on what? his top fifty. Yeah, wow. So I was like, I was like, okay, okay. As I said, I I, I think it still deserves to be in a top five. I just you know for why me it's not. Dro- a, why would he drop it that far? I don't know why, because he I remember him giving him a pretty high rating on it when when he had he was, uh, he was all it. over that. He's like, Kendrick finally dropped and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, no. I think he he just likes to feel like just like do crazy things so that people mm-hmm. are just like oh he's, he's so genius that we could never <laughs> you know think think on his plane you know who do you mean fantana or do you think fantana yeah, right? yeah, yeah like he's like oh i know so much more than you like you, I you can't hear what i'm hearing that yeah that honestly that's that's why that's why i also don't want to like i like hesitate to like even like compare ourselves or especially me because because at the um really before we 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 resumed the show like we i i was i was doing a lot of album reviews too yeah so like i i would like like not like like i didn't even follow him on social media or anything like tried not to watch his videos anymore um well well well, let me ask this mm -hmm. did he have any rap albums above it 
Besides Jid, I guess. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, he had uh, he had Conway the Machine in the top 10. Okay, I, I haven't listened to that. He's, he's a good rapper, too. Yeah. But, and Brian, did he have Freddie uh, over? He didn't have Freddie in his top 50. I was surprised. I also don't know if he you know rated it highly or not. I don't, yeah, I didn't watch. The, and then what about uh, Push and then Drake? He oh he he did have he did have Push. Uh, I'm not sure where he had him rated, but yeah, no, he definitely had he definitely had Push in the top fifty. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what he's doing with that 34. That's like yeah. I, I'm gonna get in the comments section after this. I think it's like, I think it's 34. And be like, yeah, you'll have to double check. You're just wrong. Like you know you're wrong. <laughs> That's just not accurate. Yeah. Right. That's what he thinks, man. <laughs> That's what he thinks. He's entitled to his opinion, and and honestly, you know, he does put the work in. He puts the time in. He listens to all those fucking albums. Um, so, you know, major props to Fantano. Um, but I wanted to say one of the things, one of, one of the, uh, tracks that he highlighted, one of his top 10, like, so he does multiple top, top lists. He does like a top 50 albums. I think he does a top 50 singles and in his top 50 singles. And actually he might've even mentioned the, I think he had the album in the top 52. Um, he had, uh, the, uh, the uh, the Domi and JD Beck debut album. Did you did you listen to that? No. Um. So they are a jazz duo of former child prodigies, which is wild. Okay. Uh, Domi is a like a a, a a piano player, child prodigy piano player, and then JD Beck is a, a drummer. Mm. It's pretty fucking sick, dude. Actually, the the big single from it was actually with uh, with Anderson Pack. Okay. Um, I may or may not have heard that with Anderson Peck because I I know I listened to something where he just featured recently. Yeah, it, and it, it that's the thing. The album did come out recently too. It came out this summer in in July. Let me, um, let me just pull up the song because I totally forget what the song's called too. Right. But uh, yeah, that album. Take a chance. Take a chance with with Anderson Peck. But the album is called Not Tight really really worth a listen like a lot of just like instrumentals instrumentals that like are like experimental jazz and then like they have thundercat on the album so okay. thundercat uh produces a little bit and had lends some vocals so really had, really good the, album he had the nut he had one of the singles number one he had the he had the anderson pack one of the i think his top 10 of singles okay Mm-hmm. And honestly, like I listened to it, and like it's a good track. But honestly, I like just some other songs on the record more more than the, the yeah. Well, you know, cut. music is subjective. No, hundred percent, right? That's why we have a fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I think Fantano's opinions are, are. I mean, most of the time, you he you agree with with him, you know? Yeah, I mean, he he gets like the obvious stuff right, like uh you know the not good special or the the, the not good series oh yeah he's like on. this album was not good and then it's like the, <laughs> yeah. the bombs like blow up but uh yeah like he like when he had kid cuddy in there and like nav consistently oh he fucking made hates nav yeah well that's the thing in, in his end of the year list he has he has the top 50 worst albums and then the top tw- i think the top 25 or actually i think his singles he cuts down to 25 and then um, so he has a top top twenty five singles and then the twenty five worst singles. Mm. Um, that yeah, he goes Melon, through. yeah, 
Yeah, he fucking hates fucking hates Nav. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah. It's 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 also sort of a meme at this point too. And, it's, and, and Nav isn't good. It's, it's true. Accurate. Nav isn't it's, good. It's, it's accurate. He's not lying or anything. No. And he's saying that their albums aren't good. No, but it, it's w- not. What was crazy was when he was like shit. He like shit on Logic like every project. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Uh huh. And then did an interview with him. Yep. Right before he retired, and and then he, like his last album. I don't, dude. He makes albums like he's like I'm retired. I'm not retired. I'm retired. Yeah, and it's annoying. But yeah, wh- the, 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 who do you think he is? Fucking MJ. Yeah, <laughs> like the sequel what? to um Brett Favre. The the sequel to uh Under Pressure was like his final album when he was like actually serious about retiring because people he was getting too much hate and stuff. What was what for was being that? cornball? That that that's not Young Sinatra four. No, no, it, it's um yeah. I guess that one was the the tail end of his uh. His young Sinatra, young Sinatra mixtapes back in the day, uh, vinyl days. Is it that one? Yeah. See, it wasn't that. And it wasn't oh, no even, pressure, no pressure. Yeah, it wasn't even Bobby Tarantino three. <laughs> no or, pressure or Young Sinatra Volume One collection. Like he, <laughs> he just he just realizes like, oh shit, dude, I could make some money. Like there's money on the table. Yeah. Like I should probably like drop some more stuff. But it was no pressure exactly. Under pressure, then no pressure. But and then I. Uh, Fantano was kind of he kind of went easy on that. He gave it like a seven, but I what, think he only which one. No huh? pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Okay. And it wasn't that bad. Like I I enjoyed some tracks, but I think that Fantano kind of just went easy on him because because he was crying and shit on like his when when he when he he was like streaming um, his retirement and then he he started like crying and it was. A little bit uncomfortable to be honest. Oh damn! <laughs> but he, he said like Kendrick was like calling him and like telling telling him like, you know, you're you're amazing, you're a star, bro. And like Cole was calling him. And they, he said he got a lot of report uh, support from Cole and Kendrick, which I thought was cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean he's I mean he deserves his respect. Like he's I mean his under under pressure is a great record. His mixtapes were, were, were yeah, man, they were fucking good, on man. His mixtapes, and he's he always has highlights. Production's always been good, but he just sold out and got really corny, like yeah. so corny that like it's like unlistenable. Yeah, like to, he, he like tried to be like too artsy as well. He, he wrote like that screenplay for, and then released that supermarket album like to accompany yeah, well, it. That, I don't even know if that's artsy. That's just like the track. Like, yeah, it's just it's trash. Bad. I remember. Really I remember bad. back when I did listen to Fantano like pretty regularly. He he like fucking he gave it a not good. I think that was in. Oh a not my good god, suit. for sure. Supermarket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he has specifically mentioned the one track that, it, and it does. It's really scary. Like it just sounds like. Now I'm not a huge Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. I was actually just listening to them yesterday, and like, <laughs> like it's I was listening to them knock, while I was making yeah. dinner. Huh? It's like a knockoff Red Hot. It's a knockoff Red Hot Chili Peppers song, but like the Red Hot Chili Peppers themselves, like like their music's very overrated to begin with and like it's it's an even worse version of a red hot chili pepper song it's like fucking terrible Hmm. um yeah so yeah definitely definitely some some like you know just like he like almost almost like sort of like stop while you're ahead bro (laughs) like you you had some really really good records and just well he was done after like Every so he had the incredible true story, yeah, which and was that, another good record. It was pretty yeah, it was good. And then, and he, he, and then Bobby Tarantino was a decent was decent. Yeah, it was listenable. And then everybody. At, so was was it Bobby Tarantino? Then everybody. 
Yes. Yeah, so after everybody, he was done. Yeah. Because then he was coming out. Even that Suicide Line song was... Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like It was like so, so, so pop-heavy and really, really on the nose. Of course, of course, a good, a good message you need, you know... The message itself is obviously super important. Yeah, but that's some shit that's like on like Nickelodeon or like <laughs> Nickelodeon, you know, some shit like yeah. that. It was like corny. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it was just like a straight up pop song. You know, it's not not hip hop any mean by by any means. Um, yeah, Black Black Spider Man was a decent track. Yeah. It got 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 a lot of playtime though. A lot, a lot, a lot of playtime yeah, I mean, on that the one too. Production on that album was really really good. Yeah. He had a track with Ansel Elgort on that one. That's fucking random. Yeah, she was. She had the vocals. Yeah, it's like, dude, Ansel Elgort's a dude. He's oh, an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had the vocals, and the vocals were well, they were like very high vocals. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, and then he had Bobby Tarantino too, which was yeah. Th- that was like the now we're going, now we're really starting going down the fucking logic <laughs> yeah. hill. Well, yeah, <laughs> in not terms even of to waste our time talking about logic, to be honest. I mean. <laughs> He was like my favorite rapper for a long time. He was mine too because because I loved Young Sinatra and I loved yep. uh, yeah pr- pretty much so our fan base or the fan base he had back then is like his his fan base. Oh yeah, there's left. there's there's no way they there's no way they still listen. Well, no, yeah, the the Young Sinatra fan base is is gone. Like those yeah. people n- did not transition with him no. to become when he started going mainstream. Yeah, it was all these like. 15 year old kids that were like you know yeah so but yeah i don't it's too bad what happened it is too bad it's too bad he was yeah he was he had some real shit he had some real shit and he uh he should he's, a, just, he's a great story too he's yeah, a great he just, great success story yeah definitely a great success fucked story. up super fucked up childhood yep yep he was uh exactly and uh he could have just kept getting better and better and better and he could have worked yeah. on things that like real art, like things that were like like better concept albums, like Kendrick and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but he he was kind of more focused on just pushing music out for getting his bag, yeah, for yep. the money and stuff. Yep. Yeah, which is fine. Like, bro, yeah. make your money. But I just would have liked to see him be be a little bit more artistic. True. And and it could be a, it could be a record deal thing too. I'm not sure if is he is he is he a part of. I mean, I would assume everybody yeah, was, was on a big um, label. Def Jam, I think. Oh, Def Jam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he still on Def Jam? I uh, uh, let's I see. Yeah, yeah. Vinyl Days, the his last uh, his last LP, which which I think Fantano liked too, and and got some got some pretty positive reviews. Well, it, all those tracks were he, he tried to do. Um, I think he produced a lot of that stuff, and it was uh, it was um, like all beat. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, B sides. Like, what? what are you talking about? Like the the young Sinatra type beats, like boom oh. bap. It was like boom. Oh, bap. boom bap. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So kicking I, it back to his I to felt, his roots. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what people wanted. That that's why it's called vinyl days. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. That um, makes sense. And uh, he had a real good track with uh, Wiz on there. Breath control. They're mm. always getting on a track and then rapping about weed. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, Wiz was on. Oh, I think, dude, look what? at this. So What's he up? has he has two tracks. One of them is called "The Needle Drop" or "Needle Drop." No way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. A little. First uh, off, he's always like making records that are way too long. This is thirty thirty record, um, thirty track album. 
30 track deep on what the last one Vine? yeah one hour and 12 minutes one of them's called the needle drop and another one's called nardwar <laughs> yeah i love fucking nardwar yeah, nardwar nardwar is a g yo his his interviews with tyler the creator are fucking legendary yeah <laughs> well all of them the one <laughs> they with, all are yeah the one with cole but especially the one with cole because he was like and it was a recent one too oh yeah he, he was like um yeah, he was like Cole told Dre about Kendrick, and no one like no no one knows that like outside of him, mm. right? And he was like, he's like, is it true that you told Kendrick or you told Dre about Kendrick? He gives him the the mic. <laughs> he's like, and then Cole didn't even say anything. He was just like, <laughs> what? and he waited for like like ten seconds, and then he started laughing. And his boy came around. He's like, he's like, yo, you hear what he just asked, bro? <laughs> Because no, literally priceless. no one else knew that. Like he was like, he was. Like, oh no, I remember what he said. He's like, how did you know that? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's Wait, the, that's, that's like the classic yeah. Nardwar reaction to an artist. It, yeah, that's the crazy thing. Wonder how he gets his information. Right? Uh, that's the thing. I, it's got to be a combination of different sources. Because some of the, a lot of the, some of them are super personal. Like back, you know, like growing up shit so that must be like asking like their boys from home or like their parents yeah, or yeah. shit like siblings but then some of it might like that seems like a music industry let's like an insider type shit yeah, to know yeah. like, like more like so secrets. than just like asking around yeah but but that is cool that dre yeah or he told dre about him he said that someone else like told him a, a little bit about uh him but then cole was like yo bro like this is this kendrick dude something that's crazy i had no idea about that because like well i mean like when was that like what like 2008 like when what, like when be, would he have done that it had to be before his first album i was like gonna say cole section. was kind of like on the come up then too at that point yeah you're right well it definitely was definitely was kendrick though Mm-hmm. but um you're right they were their come-ups were very similar yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. So like, as as we're saying, back to logic, really fucking trying to throw that in there, um, you know those those little like internet internet kind of like uh, relevant sort of tracks, you know, with yeah. the needle drop reference to Fantano, and then of course Nardwar, uh, the human serviette, the goat, the yeah, the Canadian the interviewer, uh, it's, yeah, it's just getting down the the uh, the Nardwar wormholes brings yeah. like brings like happiness to my heart yeah he's he's just positive energy positive energy and uh yeah it's it's always fun to see because he like knocks down he always like can like get past that first layer that's like that like famous you know like you're talking to a fucking celebrity you're talking to us you know all the he's talking to like the biggest names in music well he's famous too (laughs) i know well yeah exactly you know he's made a name for himself now as well there are people that he that uh, he interviews like they they're like well, damn like I'm doing Nardwar I know yeah because yeah, he, he's the now he's the he's the music interview guy yeah he's they're the like goat. Well, what is what is he gonna ask me you know yeah he's the what goat what know? is the what weird fucking shit is he gonna bring up yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah who even knows who that guy actually is too because he always has that like it's like an act like he the, the whole interview is like an act right kind kind of but like that's generally his per like I mean and at least. 
like he's if it's an act it's a consistent one because it is i mean it, he's it, that i mean he he makes his own music too like he's in a band and his band his band's terrible like they're fucking funny. like they're that's like a weird like they're like a weird so- rock band like okay. old like canadian shit and it's like weird it's like there's like accordions and shit of course like if you yeah. if you see what this dude looks like you'll be like of course there's a fucking accordion somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that shit it's well you know if he finishes the videos too he's like Yep, for like, and the and the yeah, the, the dude freezes. Dude, do do Yeah, yeah, dude, do freezes for like <laughs> the rest of the video. Yeah, like, who knows how long he's? Oh my god, it's it, it's it's often oftentimes hysterical. Uh, you know, see, seeing some of these reactions to uh, uh, to to some of these questions that he has, which yeah, yeah, you know, as we said, are like super super deep cutting and shit. But uh, yeah, he's he's the goat. He's the goat. He is. He is. Yeah. Hopefully we get to a, a Nardwar level one yeah, day. So, so so we'll listen to Nardwar and Needle Drop off those off that. Uh, uh, <laughs> sure, sure we will. Um, yeah, but uh, uh, you know, before we got into this, yeah, that definitely definitely check that uh, Domi Domi and JD Beck record uh, not tied out. Oh, yeah, their yeah, only yeah. album that they produced actually. It's the only the only music, technically the only music they have. That's not true. They uh. They they've like produced they've produced and they've been like you know uh, instrumentalists for a lot of uh, a lot of people in the industry um, like they've done like specifically Anderson they've done a lot for Anderson I think they wrote they wrote S- Skate I think on the uh, the Silk Sonic mm-hmm. okay um, record with Br- with Bruno Mars. Yep. Um, so they've they've produced music, written music before, and then you know, so so they, they've been in the industry, but this is like their first project, uh, you know, of of their duo, of their like jazz duo. Yeah, it's 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 it's, pre- it's pretty sick. It's it's pretty tight for it being okay. called not tight. All right, we can end the episode there. <laughs> Maybe that's the outro now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Fuck, you think I'm gonna edit that shit out? No, fuck no, I'm not gonna be splicing that. <laughs> Making me work on this for three hours. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Fuck I'm with you. But um, yeah. So th- that that was one of the things that I just wanted wanted to uh t- to hit on in terms of some of the some of the good shit there. Word. Anything else? Uh, like, what what have you been uh, listening to recently? Or I wanted to bring up why or what <laughs> Tyler said. You sent me what Tyler oh, yeah, said yeah. about Kendrick's um, album. How he was like, it's so hard hitting and like so personal that people that are listening to it like kind of like say, "Oh my god, I gotta take I gotta take my earphones out." Like this is because it makes them consider. I mean, it's just so raw and, and uh, yeah, it, not in your face, but. You know, it's, a, it's I think it's a pretty in your face. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. And it makes you I mean, it's it's such an event to listen yeah, to, you know. It is. And people he's I guess he was saying like some people just can't take that. Mhm. But uh the, those that can like sort of get a glimpse through how mm-hmm. like the depths of life, the heights of life and it's like a journey, you know, and people, it's therapy. I mean, that, yeah, that's one of the the main exactly. through lines of the of the album. And so I, I mean, that's one thing that you, you know, you know, and I know from listening to it, like especially worldwide steppers. I don't know. I say this every time to you. I don't know who's <laughs> making that that track, bro. No one's making that. Like he's the only one on this planet that can make something like that. And right, how 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 raw did that get? 
He's like, the first time I fucked a white bitch. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, he was like, Whitney asked, did I have a problem? I said, I might be racist. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> I mean, that was, I mean, that was honest. It was honest. And not only that, too, was that he, he admittedly said like he had like a sex problem. Mm-hmm. And he had a wife, bro. Like, yeah. Whitney's his wife. That's that's like very. It's tough to release stuff like that when you're being that personal. So, like, mad respect. And um, anytime you're going through something, if you can listen to some to someone's experience that maybe had it worse or mm-hmm. a similar experience, it's 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 healing. Yeah. So, but that just my little spiel on that. Yeah, it was it was good to see Tyler. You know, shouting him out for that. Yeah, and I and I was trying to think through that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what the uh, the sort of backdrop to that sort of interview was, but I guess it, it seemed as if it was an interview of some sort, and he was speaking speaking about uh, you know uh, big steppers, um, yeah, and saying that people were like like some people might hate on it because it is such so vulnerable. And I was thinking like, do I'm like, do casual would a casual listener like think that? Like, would they think that deep of a level? And then I was like, I mean, it is such, it's such like a, it's such a concept album that I do think that they would. Yeah. I mean, if you um, listen to Worldwide Steppers, you can't, yeah. you can't just well, say, I mean, oh, this is just a song that plays in the background. No, that shit hits. Yeah. You know, and it's a different type of sound and everything. Yeah. And I mean, if you listen to the fucking, what's the one where they just fight the whole time? Oh, um, yeah. Something Break Up, isn't it? Uh... Yeah, but like that's like like uh, fam- no, not family ties. No, uh, we cry together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you listen to like a we cry together, which is uh, like <laughs> you know just a, you know just a screaming match. Yeah, between between you know two lovers, which I think he made into some sort of short film. Oh really? Yeah. At least oh, I had no idea about that. Played in like theaters. Oh, damn, I had no or, idea. Or like. I think there was like a play on it or something like that. Yeah, well, so so uh, the girl on the track is an actress. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was pretty incredible. Too. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he he does a he does a great service to the whole world with with those with, the, with those releases because. Mm-hmm. Again, he's just so raw that he goes beyond like himself. He goes. He he like really gets to the truth of the matter about what's going on in this world and like n- not even how to navigate well yeah i mean his experiences about how he's navigating it mm-hmm. and like trying to be a better man through it all but also just giving you that truth you know it it allows you to think about how you want to navigate it right or gives you that knowledge to say like okay how am i gonna, how, how am i going to chart my decisions being aware of mm-hmm. this and that so shout out to Kendrick Man. You know I can't say enough about him, so I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're really hitting the nail on the head that, and I think that's one of the things that he. I would assume. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing that one of the one of the messages he wants you to take away from an album like that is to not just to know necessarily about you know his vulnerabilities, his insecurities, and and you know him really putting all of his shit out there. Yeah. But with that through line being therapy to to find, you know, your own therapy, to go through your, you know, for you, you're you the listener to be vulnerable as well. Mm. Um 
so yeah it's definitely you know definitely taking that into your own like listening the the, the own individual listening experience yeah. to it too absolutely man and i don't know if you remember to, to that vulnerability point i don't know if you remember listening to or when to pimple butterfly came out we were in we were, we were juniors like, in high school Really, it was that. I thought it was earlier than that. I thought we were like, fr- like freshman were actually, or sophomore, because I think Dam okay, we came out our senior year, we were right? Sophomores, Dam, yeah, because we yeah, Dam came out our senior year. Yeah, yeah. So we were sophomores, twenty fifteen. Yeah, but I remember uh, my um, civics teacher was like a, yeah. a big, big into music. He was like yeah. a younger guy, and and we came to school, and he was like. He was like, ah, how about that Kendrick? He was like a cool guy. He would bring stuff up like that. He'd be like, yeah, that Kendrick album, yeah. And he's like, how about that U track, man? <laughs> he's like, I was listening to that in the car, like on the way. He's like, that was crazy. <laughs> Whoa. But um, that's so true. Like a track like you, I mean, like that's 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 pretty vulnerable, man. Like he literally said on the track that he was suicidal. Like, yeah. And he he exposed. I mean. For those that don't know, on the track, he um, he uh, was talking to himself, like he, he was looking in the mirror, and he was rapping about you. You know, mm-hmm. you. It's it. the The title track is, or the title of the track is, a U, just like the letter. Mm-hmm. And he's he's talking to himself, and he's battling with like back and forth with himself, and he's like blaming everything on him, which there's which he knows that there's a lot of truth to. Yeah. Like leaving the homies in Compton, like not not being able to talk to the family. Um he said like one of his boys like was bleeding out and he FaceTimed him and he he all, that's all he did. He just FaceTimed him and he thought he'd get better and that was all he did was that call and then he died a couple of days later and like everyone was like shame on you like Kendrick mm-hmm. and stuff like this like he said he was just on the road with bitches and drinks and like drugs, right? Yeah. But um, yeah. So <laughs> fucking fucking a white bitch in uh, fucking yeah. uh, Denmark or he said, Norway. He, he said it was the good ca- kid, mad. To- yeah. Mad so that was toy. earlier. Yeah, but uh, anyway, so nah, I, I, I would just say though, <laughs> poor my, taste. What's that? <laughs> I said that was a little little joke on my end, probably in poor taste, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely though. Um, no, my brother. Um, okay, dropped some acid when he was in college. Yeah. And he said he listened to to Pimp a Butterfly, and in particular that. Well, he listened to the whole thing and said he described his experience, which was like crazy when he described it. But you, in particular, he said was like really, really deep, man. Yeah. For him and seeing Kendrick's side too, so. Maybe we should just do some drugs and listen to that. I'm, just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just cool joking. with that. I'm cool with that. I'm just joking, but but um, you don't need to, to be on drugs. Like, yeah, no, you just need to I listen intently. Grammy award winning, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's been Butterfly album of the yeah. Year. I mean, that should have won album of the year, but they never give rap albums album of the year. No. Anyways, no. though, yeah, that very introspective artist. Yeah. For sure, and they they be. Uh, I guess the establishment sort of made up for it, I guess, with with giving Kendrick the the Pulitzer and uh for Damn, yeah, uh, which was which was good, but not it's not to pimp a butterfly level, or even uh or even Big Steppers, I don't think, even yeah. though it's kind of the antithesis of what I, what I had said before, in that, you know, there isn't like you know you know my biggest gripe about you know to 
uh, to uh, uh, with big steppers is like there isn't that standalone track, and that's what Damn is. Mm. Yeah, you know, Damn, Damn's a lot of lot of lot of just good yeah, individual yeah. tracks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hear I hear you when yeah. you say that, but I feel like uh, Fantano just doesn't want to keep putting Kendrick up there because yeah, it, it'll he, hurt he, his yeah, reputation big, he's, for he's, not he's, being critical enough. Yeah, because dude, like every album he's loved every like he loved to pimp butterfly he loved untitled unmastered yep damn i can see he gave like a seven but this like he needs i think he's probably like again one of those those times where he's in the grocery store crying he gave because <laughs> he did he, he ranked it uh 34th you know like i don't know i just i think he like Part of his fame and his attraction comes from his controversy, so I think he kind of keeps that going. Yeah, yeah, D- definitely, definitely. He 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 fuels the fire on purpose, and yeah. you know he sh- he should. I mean, if he you know if he wants to, you know, keep on maintaining that level, you know, uh, uh, when when you're sort of at a level like him, and you know, e- even even just artists you know making their own music like <laughs> you know haters are haters are still tuning in you're still getting you know you're still getting the views and the and the uh, the, the clicks from the haters too yeah, and the exactly. engagement exactly no. so that, that builds you up too yeah what do they say um no no good um there's no such thing as bad press when you yeah exactly whatever all press is good press something like that yeah but but you did ask me what I was listening to, and I wanted to say mm-hmm. that that Mike album. Oh yeah yeah yeah. What dropped. what was that called again? Um, something monkey right? Beware of the monkey. Beware of the monkey. And the, the the album art looks pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. They're pretty just interesting. But it's it's a good it's a good record. It's more like um, mellow beats. Um. I recommend giving it a listen. I will. I'll definitely. I'll listen to that shit tonight for sure. All right, for sure. Um, we were also talking. Yeah. What, what else? Yeah. I don't. I don't want to sidestep uh, that. Any other? Any other uh, music you're listening to? Well, I had to or? check out the King's Disease three. You haven't or have? I, I had to. So yeah. I've been listening to that a bit, and then that's probably it. Probably all the new stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm. I'm sorry. I, I'm. I'm probably just forgetting too. Your verdict on King's Disease three good yeah it was like i was saying it was probably the same as two. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you were saying it's 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 I'd, I'd say i'd like more of tracks off too but it, it was again a record that is listenable that you put yeah. on you know for sure um what i've been listening to um besides so i i listened to that not tight album from uh from jd beck and domi but um I actually first I don't know if it was it a suggested I think it was a suggested and I was like yeah I, I, yeah I'll listen to it going back going back to the vaults going back to the uh, the stacks of music <laughs> the you know the history of hip-hop um was listening to uh to us uh, some uh Jay Dilla actually oh, okay yeah, listen, what, listen to listen some to of the beats. Donuts? Yeah, listen to Donuts. Yeah, there for the first go. time. Yeah, it was it was oh, it was yeah? it was sick. Yeah, yeah, I've never listened. Dude, he's the greatest of all time, yep. dude. Greatest uh I think like boom bap producer all time. Yeah, Donuts Donuts was sick. Like I, I mean I mean what? It was like 2004 he was doing that Something shit. Something like that. Yeah. 2004 and some of the things that you know that he's do, you know, he's able to to like uh to mix and splice shit. It's just absolutely like it's not just skill, it's just like 
like god-given talent yeah it's 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 fucking crazy like like yeah like it's it's like it's like timeless he's you know he's making timeless music back in you know back in the 90s and early 2000s fucking crazy 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 talented how did he do you know how he died he uh he had like a rare yeah i looked it up he had like a rare like blood disease yeah i knew just just shitty he died from like uh leukemia yeah, it's it's sad. Man. Yeah, super sad. Super young. He died in his like thirties. Oh yeah, yeah. We got we got uh, the uh, the Pittsburgh native, Pittsburgh native Demar Hamlin uh, yeah. of of the Buffalo Bills had the had the scary scary cardiac arrest uh, situation on the field that actually actually ended that game, and he he seems to be on his on his road to recovery, which yeah, is crazy, some, some really good news. Watch, but obviously glad he's he's fine. He's okay. He'll, he'll probably make a full recovery, man. Like I yeah. Full. Yeah, he probably could play again. Well, the, yeah, well, I, yeah, I was, I was, I was before we uh, started recording today. I was saying it was, it was similar to what happened uh, uh, two summers ago. Uh, I believe it was two or three summers ago um, at the uh, the Euros, uh, the the European um, International Soccer Tournament, and uh, Christian Eriksen, the, the one of the top players for uh, Denmark. Similar thing, full cardiac arrest yeah. mid game. And um, it was another another super scary situation, and this this one, the the hero sort of a, of this recent one of the Demar Hamlin story was uh was was one of the uh, it was like the assistant trainer, the assistant trainer for the Buffalo Bills, you know, did CPR and uh, was able to uh, as, you know, his CPR essentially saved his life. Yeah, enough yeah. Uh, enough that that you know, once they rushed him to the hospital, that they could you know get him on ventilator and everything. Yeah, well, they said he was resuscitated. Uh, yeah, twice they said twice both saved his life. That that was the first one. Yeah, on the field. But when they said that during the game, I was like, I think he died, man. And I was yeah. like, I I just kept on watching. I couldn't stop. It was and then immediately was on cnn and they, yeah they, they talked about it all night but just crazy so can you just get a cardiac arrest from not having enough oxygen um i don't know i don't know if you have to be like uh you know predisposed to like you know having heart issues or something denmark he, he didn't get hit in the chest or anything no that's the thing his was a no contact i know that in, in demar hamlin's case it was right after a play it was right yeah, after so a play he was involved in what the doctors were saying on the news was that it, this is more common this has never happened in football mm-hmm. so it's more common in hockey and baseball and like lacrosse or even like cricket where you have a hard ball or something that hits your your heart and your chest like at the exact like wrong millisecond jeez and then it throws your heart into this like erratic beating where you were going to cardiac arrest so it's like it's it's unheard of in football. That's the the first time it's ever happened in football. That's crazy. But it's happened in like baseball and like hockey, like a like a like a ball sport where you have like, like a, a ball where there's object. a yeah. yeah, like think about like even a soccer. I mean, soccer could be similar too in terms of a ball hitting you in the chest. No, too. but I'm saying like oh, no? h- like hard, solid balls. Oh, like, like okay, I got you. Like, like a smaller one. Like baseball is going like ninety, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, so, those soccer balls come fucking fast at dude's chest too, though. Yeah, but if. It's I, not as it's not a, it's not as con- you're, you're talking about a small concentrated velocity going yeah, boom exactly. right in the, at a the perfect area. spot and a perfect, perfect spot. No, I, I know I got you. That's why like the football thing was like, it, I mean it's never happened. But when you saw it, when, if you watch the play, like he puts his shoulder down and it's like a thud, like right into his Damn. chest, and like, yeah, it was it was scary to watch. Yeah, but but of of you know going back to to Hamlin the individual um you know this 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 was huge news just 
just because this dude is also like just a, you know an upstanding citizen as well like really good guy really good super good guy yeah yeah staple here in the pittsburgh community i had i I had no idea who he was to be honest until it happened went to the university of pittsburgh was a you know a local pittsburgh uh resident went to central catholic yeah i grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood here in pittsburgh and uh you know went went to the catholic school and then uh you know then continued to pit and then uh then to the nfl yeah and i heard that he had offers everywhere like he could have went anywhere but he wanted to stay home at pit yeah i wouldn't be surprised if he's gonna come back and play i guarantee it just the guy he is and probably yeah the first thing he said when he woke up did we win win." yeah (laughs) and like and they said yes you won the game of life or something nice but um yeah it's crazy wonder what he thought when he was like no dude they stopped the game for you like you were on the news you you well that's what uh so um the eagles running back we actually have the eagles game on the background while we're recording this yeah it's thanks man for me yeah doing doing it doing it doing it for the love back home but uh yeah i mean this game is ugly their 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 defense is just killing him but um miles sanders the eagles starting running back also also pittsburgh guy um he went he ended up going to penn state didn't didn't stay local but miles sanders uh grew up grew up with demar hamlin and uh were you know friends growing up and he uh he faced he he had facetimed him recently and uh he said the same thing he's like dude you're the most famous person in the world right now yeah i know swear (laughs) yeah was yeah yeah Yeah, so it's great to see his recovery so he um like i said he went to Pitt. so he played with kenny pickett and that guy Pinnock that we were just talking yeah, about, yeah, yeah. He played with him too. So. That's crazy. And then Tomlin said he knew him since he was like a kid. Like he knew him when he was in McKee's and McKee's Rocks. Yeah, probably killing it. Probably killing it in high school. I mean, I think he was like a four or five star recruit. Yeah, exactly. So, well, he so he went to Central Catholic High School. Yeah. Yeah, but well, that was when he was like. Oh yeah, like, I said I said McKee's Rocks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. When he was like six, like he said he knew him since he was like six. Oh shit, Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he had maybe you know like you know like the uh, like those pro teams like sometimes do like those camps and stuff with yeah, with, yeah. like in in the exactly zoo and shit. exactly he's probably so, like, something like that so yeah he he talked about him in his press conference uh, Mike Tomlin and then they had a nice uh, memorial not memorial but like a celebration of life kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah uh, they had the Steelers Stadium lit up actually uh, the whole whole day into the night and it was like blue with with his number and stuff and a prayer or something yeah and, and you know giving back to his community is a big thing he was he you know he did a lot you know in his in his hometown of um mckee's rocks um but also his foundation you know i think yeah. goes beyond that too and you know getting kids getting kids toy what is a toy drive that he runs annually yeah yeah and and the toy drive he had was 25 he set a gold for 2500 and he was like at like 1700 yeah and in two days it was over like five million yeah which is incredible (laughs) yeah but um yeah incredible guy that we found out that he was like such a family man and just like a, a caretaker you know Yep. Yep. And yeah, you know, wishing him a you know a, a full recovery. It seems like he's on his way to that. And right. Yeah, it'd be great to see him playing. You know, the sport that he loves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. That's your little sports broadcast journalism there for you on the uh, the Thursday track list. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's. I mean, the NFL is just getting. Seems like it's getting more and more dangerous. It's like Superman. It's crazy. it's. Yeah. When you like. I mean, we we both grew up fans fans of football. You grew up playing football. Yeah, I I 
played for a hot minute but uh but we both grew up fans too fans fans of the sport uh you know watching the games and like it's like when you grow up as a fan like at least for me especially someone who didn't really play that much um it was you know like there's a disconnect like 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 you're like oh this is a sport and this is a t- you know this is the team that i root for and you know these guys do this for a living but like when you do really look outside of it and you're like holy shit this is violent as fuck <laughs> like these yeah, are grown ass yeah. men i think it's getting older maybe just seeing that yeah that's true that's true too yeah but grown ass men yeah flying like and these are top these are top athletes these the are world, premier yeah. athletes in the world and oh, they onside kicked that's pretty crazy who did actually. that the eagles no the giants onside kicked did they get it no i think the eagles recovered they're doing everything they possibly can. <laughs> yeah, they're just you know throwing the tricks out there. But yeah, uh, that was to start the half. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with the league because the CTE phenomenon. Whew. Like you, you don't even get CTE from concussions. You get CTE from all the small micro hits that you take. So literally really? every hit in the game that you just take like rattles your dome contributes to CTE because yeah, every time you get hit, it's like, dude. Us humans were not made to be hitting or smashing our heads up against each other. No, right? fuck no. With helmets on. Like, every small hit, like, think about the brain. The brain isn't, like, attached to the skull. Like, the brain just sits in the in the skull. And yeah. so every time you get a hit, it, like, shakes the, 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 the stem or the brain just, a, like, a small amount. A very, very small amount. Yeah. But that contributes to what later becomes, like, some neurological issue. And I think I think that if you and the the crazy part is is you don't know if you have CTE until you're diagnosed after you, after you die. Yeah, you can't yeah, you can't actively. Yeah, so I I would say if you could uncover everything and look under the hood, I would say about ninety percent, maybe eighty to ninety percent of retired NFL players have CTE, and I think it just ranges between like symptoms where that make people erratic and mm-hmm. people like really don't or asymptomatic but they still have like you'd be able to see it in their brain that there's something yes, yes, different yes. i think that that's honestly the case <sighs> well yeah and then you see these these absolute horror stories of these ex-players like doing you know crazy shit like i mean i mean the the, the one that's most glaring is like an antonio brown or the young guy like young people demarius thomas he died yeah uh, not too long ago, another Denver player died. Ronnie Hillman, yeah. This year, right? Wasn't it this year? Or last year? Uh, this year. No, it just happened. It happened like a month ago, I think. It was well, really 2022, recent. 2022, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those guys. I I teach, too. I, I, I teach teach kids and they do that to you no i I told them i told them i invented that joke i told them i was like oh like are they uh they i'll see you next year like that thing like when you leave school in the in december i told them that i created the joke and they were like really i'm like yeah man (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm I'm on the wikipedia (laughs) just lying and shit anything yeah what (laughs) you could probably tell those kids anything oh for sure i lie to them all the time yeah i'm a a wonderful teacher Uh, (laughs) um yeah, the the CTE stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Dwayne Haskins too died. He was the Steelers. Yep. He, yep. Dude, he like was on dr- like on some weird drugs. Yeah. And then he got out of his car. His car ran out of gas. First off, wh- why don't you know that you're gonna run out of gas on the highway yeah. going to the airport? And then he tried to cross the freeway. <laughs> Something had to be going on with him, man. Crazy shit, man. 
Yeah, and then there's there's like the even scarier ones of like the guys who like commit like heinous murder suicide. or, or just murder suicide, just suicide. You have like the 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 really deep horror stories like Kellen Winslow Jr. Like I'm not trying to get into that shit, but like okay. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's, it's 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 awful and it's crazy. It? It's crazy that it's so commonplace in such a such a popular huge huge industry like the nfl like that's the thing like they have no there's no incentive for them to change like and and really you can't really do much in terms of player safety besides just not playing the game yeah well one guy said it best on espn i don't remember who but he said that the nfl can can never be safe but it can become safer but it can never be safe no it never be safe it can only become safer yeah. So, like, new helmets, for example. Like, you see these new helmets where the visors are, like, the entire helmet. Yeah. Like, Kenny Pickett started wearing one because he got two concussions. Yeah. Uh, Stuff like that, yeah. But, like, you know, like, how much protect In the long run, how much protection is that going to do? Yeah, you exactly. Know? That yeah. Again, you can't... But it's safer. Yeah, there yeah. they are, but... Even if, it, even, if it's, even if it's a minuscule yeah, improvement, right. it's still an improvement. If I played in college, I probably would have CTE. Yeah. Like I You think I so? Got, what? You think so? Yeah, I took some blows to the head, man. In 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 uh <laughs> high high school where like I gave I would say I I gave them like I, <laughs> you I would, dealt you dealt some out. <laughs> I, I dealt some. I, <laughs> I I would put my head down and and hit some dudes, man, and like my head would be spinning after. <sighs> and like Shit's that's crazy. when you know it's like, yeah, I I just I just did something to my head. Yeah, I man. do not want that shit happening. But but like yeah, it's a couple of those are okay. You know, you get you get punched in the face. <laughs> They're okay. It's just what the doctor ordered. Yeah, but but people hard nosed football players like they 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 they're tough as nails, man. And they they yeah. sometimes just say that that's part of the game. <sighs> it's crazy, man. It's a but, it's a it's yeah. a crazy it's a crazy sport. You letting your kids play football? Um, what if one of them's like dumb nice? He's like a quarterback. Dumb nice, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I play. yeah, I think I you know I want to give my kids you know an option to do whatever they want if they if they really want to do something like that. I assume, I assume my kids are gonna have the physique of me, so they probably won't want to play fucking football. And <laughs> so <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. Like sometimes you get to a point where you're like, um, yeah, my body maybe not the best to play this sport. I yeah. uh, let my kid be a kicker all day. <laughs> Kick, yeah, that's kickers, true. kickers, punters get hit sometimes, but uh, kickers don't get hit. So yeah, kickers don't really experience. Yeah, and kickers—they're well, the ones—they're the ones who can play play the sport for like twenty years in, in terms of being a pro. Longer than that, even. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, but when they're kicking off, though, they're vulnerable to hits. Then that's true. Like if someone's running one back and they just get, they just get like. Oh yeah, a lot of them get waffled. Yeah, except except uh, uh, Pat McAfee. You see, you see him tackling people. Yeah, yeah. His highlights of him tackling He's people. Funny. Or, you listen to his show. His yeah, I, I used to. Yeah, actually, during the pandemic, he was, you know, in that weird fucking time. He was, he was, he was always a good little bright spot. Listen to his show in the morning, doing yeah, work cool. and stuff. Yeah, that's I, I I would strongly advise probably the kids. <laughs> yeah, not to play. Not to play. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, you probably shouldn't play. Just learn how to do like you know, learn how to program or something. <laughs> yeah, learn how to do something productive. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 smash your head going like 
go people are going pretty fast and they're just smashing heads oh my god yeah i remember back in the day i used to have like a sport i uh would read sports illustrated and they they had a funny funny little uh little section and it was like in the beginning of their things they would have a uh little little sort of like uh section called like the uh this the sign of the apocalypse or something like the sign of the times or something to show like something weird in sports that's happening or like mm-hmm. like sometimes they would like highlight you know like a you know a detroit lions team that had no wins you know something shitty that was happening in sports or something or yeah. something weird i guess and the one of them was like the sign of the ap- apocalypse or something was uh he was like a uh a, maybe a five or a four-star recruit a high school kid who he declined he declined a full d1 uh football scholarship to uh play soccer instead to play college soccer yeah and that was like that was like 10 years ago well Um, probably smart guy smarter in the long run except except some soccer players get cte too because of the the headers yeah true um so some do retire because of head injuries as well definitely not as common not as as frequent as we're seeing in terms of the cte in the in in football right because it's like like every play you're hit oh yeah that's in every play. play whereas you know Headers are a part of the game for sure, but like, you know, like not every player is, you know, heading the ball crazy amounts yeah. in a game or getting crazy, crazy, you know, soccer balls getting kicked to the dome all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think if you're going to make, make a lot of money in the NFL, like that's a risk you should, you should probably take. But actually, you know, you know who Tyler Lockett is, the receiver? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen his new method of playing? No. He's every time he catches the ball, he goes down. Oh, he just doesn't want yeah, to get hit he anymore. He doesn't get hit at all. He just goes down. It's it's the kind of weird to watch, but I guess it's smart. But there's there was one play where he like they needed him to get the first down. It was like third and important down. Yeah, third and something, and he caught it and went down. And like obviously the coaches weren't happy. And then like the next play, he tried to hit someone for the first time. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, maybe players will start trying to not hit. Like e- even Kenny last last game he like tripped over they did a play action and he and he and he got tripped by the running back that was coming this way mm-hmm. and then he fell in the backfield and he didn't get up he just stayed down like he could have got up and like tried to do something yeah. but he just stayed down because he's another one who knows like look man i'm risking my whole head here <laughs> yeah and yeah. uh i think plays like that are smart like you should stay down you should go down yeah but unless the game's on the line, then you should try to. Yeah, yeah, and 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 also to the NFL's credit, they've they've been doing. You know, there's there's been this heavy, heavy emphasis emphasis within the past like five, ten seasons. Like a new protocol. New protocol protecting the quarterback as well. Um, of course, you know that was under controversy with with the the Tua Tagovailoa uh, situation earlier in the season where yeah. the dude clearly was concussed. Well, they, that was just stupid. That was they just clearly they dumb. put him back in, even though it concussed back to back games, really, and then was like a zombie after you know after another hit to the dome. And he and he went back in the game, or didn't he go back in? No. Uh, well, well, yeah. Well, I think it was uh, it was something like I don't know if it was back to back games where it had happened, and like he got hurt with a concussion and then they brought him in the next game they cleared him out of concussion protocol and then he then he I hurt remember, himself again yeah it, it was dumb though i remember because it clearly looked like he he was like messed up like he, oh for sure he, he didn't know where he was and shit no he was he was clearly clearly discombobulated yeah it was awful 
it was terrible and now they did change the rules in terms of concussion protocol which is good but just the emphasis of protecting the quarterback like the late hits on quarterbacks and yeah yeah. um you know so they've been trying to penalize teams for it so i mean it's marginal improvements like that still still a crazy fucking game (laughs) yeah i know still crazy sport still a great sport though yeah so 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 moral of the story wishing hamlin you know the best um in in his recovery and and christian erickson as i was, I was uh, you were you were talking about uh damar hamlin um having uh you know you know the, the kind of personality that he has most likely coming back and playing the sport you know even after suffering such a scary injury mm-hmm. and uh that's exactly what christian erickson did christian erickson um um I, I don't know how like what the turnaround time was but yep he has like a he has like a defibrillator in his heart now and he's like able to play with it and he he's, oh, wow. he's playing back in in the english premier league for uh manchester united right now that's pretty that's so pretty he's incredible. at the top of his game you know playing still playing as a professional player even after a cardiac arrest so, insane, so, so we have some hope for uh for hamlin as well playing the sport yeah i'm i'm sure though that he's probably predisposed if he just got it without contact yeah i think he did yeah it was like a heart condition yeah, so. that was undetected his whole life but that's good man that's that's great to hear stories like that are always good yeah for sure for sure man anything else anything else you want to talk about we, well, we're, we're about we're, an hour 16 yeah, right now say where are we at that's probably usually do around there right yeah 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 i don't know if there's any highlights in cryptos in, um <laughs> no, nothing for, on the, nothing on the docket nothing on the ledger <laughs> yeah not, nothing new except for yeah the ftx stuff that that's on yeah i don't know if we talked about it but caroline ellis i think ellis and um gary wang both pleaded guilty to their counts of, of fraud and in the ftx their criminal charges yeah so they pled guilty and they're trying to not trying to they are um helping investigators uh or cooperating with them so that they can get reduced sentences because i mean come on they were criminals. They, they 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 probably would have. I mean, without cooperation, they their sentences would be much more rough. Now the question is, so uh, SBF got extradited from the Bahamas to the United States. Mm-hmm. Saw the New York judge made bail on a historic uh, bond amount, two hundred fifty million bond. Yeah, and it's I like saw he was he was bailed out, right? Yeah, and and he's living with, on conditions where like he can't access his bank account, he can't go outside, like yeah. Um, and so he's at his parents' house in Palo Alto, right by Stanford. Yep. Stanford professors, and uh, and he pled not guilty last week, so we'll see. Uh, what happens? I mean, yeah. if like the he he has uh people to cor- corroborate other like information to 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 take him down yeah and especially key people so i don't know yeah two key people you know pleading guilty yeah can't 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 look good sort of in his his sort of defense there for you know he's he's probably what's that nothing oh yeah he's probably toast (laughs) but we'll have to see it play (laughs) out and then crypto is still if if anyone's wondering crypto is still teetering and it hurts it's still falling like the contagion is not over. The contagion. I love the insider, <laughs> the insider baseball terms. The contagion. That's what you guys call it in, in crypto. No, it's, it, that's it, that's what financial. It's a financial. Oh, it's a financial term. term. Okay, yeah. come on. I'm, a fucking, I'm, out, I'm outside of finance. I'm outside of crypto. Come on, <laughs> just right. throw, throw me a fucking bone. I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm just yeah. trying to be out no, there. No, it's fine. 
Uh, but yeah, so the two two of the biggest players in crypto, Silvergate and Genesis, are both reducing their workforces by like twenty percent, and they're selling off assets. Whoa. In particular, Genesis is thinking about going out of business or filing for bankruptcy. Now, Genesis is the is the probably like at the center of the crypto ecosystem in in the traditional financial industry okay where they're dealing with fiat money and traditional like banking system Mm -hmm. and uh they're the biggest lender so when they they had to pause their stuff and like gemini i don't know if you heard of gemini the exchange um maybe i think the winkle voss twins founded it oh yeah yeah and um now and they they're dependent on Genesis for their program, so like they're affected, and the, and so when when one of the players from the center of the system is, is failing, like all of the others are going to be impacted. So shit. <laughs> uh, Silvergate is is a bank is a bank where crypto firms that are issuing stablecoins and stuff hold their money in reserves. They're having big problems, so we're just gonna have to see. But just to let everyone know, the bleeding is not is not is not done. But crypto will succeed. There's a lot of real stuff being built right now. And I'm very happy about that. <laughs> yeah, so so they'll be asking the... Uh, the an- Well, yeah, so if the analysts were to ask you, you're, you're crypto... I'm not going to do this bit, this bit. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm no, out. No, 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 do it, do it. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well. I'm dipping out of it, uh. If the no. analysts were going to ask me what? No, no, I'm dipping. No, it's, dipping. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you after we'll, we're done it. We'll talk uh, off air. Yeah, we'll talk off air after it. Oh, what a, what a, what an ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, it was, it, let's get pumped for 2023. We got a yep. lot of good content coming for you guys. Yes, we, got we do. We our guy, Evan. He's always in the lab cooking. Always. <laughs> Appreciate always, it, man. Okay. So, uh, we're excited. Yeah, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll, there might be a little, there might be a little bird coming out soon, a little tweet tweet going on soon. Yeah, that's right, that's right. The bird app, the the bird app. Yeah, it's a crypto app. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck just happened in this game? Okay, everybody, keep on discussing. We'll 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 see you guys soon. Peace. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Thursday Tracklist Podcast. Please check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash Thursday Tracklist to view other episodes, playlists, reviews, the website, and much more. Also, head over to the Instagram page, Thursday Tracklist, all one word, for more access to our content. Peace.